Well, I want to welcome everybody to today's uh, podcast. It is August the 1st, 2021. Uh, the Roy Haley Bible Podcast can be heard on Apple Podcast, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and TuneIn. I think on Spotify you can actually subscribe and uh, and you can even subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You, uh, I send the podcast to some of you, but if you if you like it, you don't have to wait for me to send it to you. You can just uh, subscribe to it. If you like us, uh, go on Apple Podcast and give us a rating or uh, drop us a line. And uh, also feel free. Uh, uh, maybe you'd uh, like for me to do a podcast on a certain subject uh, that maybe I've not covered. And if I have any knowledge on it, I will try. If I don't have any knowledge on it, I'll still try to gain some knowledge. But once again, we, we just want to welcome you to today's podcast. I am going to try to keep it as brief as possible today. Uh, I was originally going to do a podcast on looking forward, looking forward. And uh, I may do that one next time about what I am looking forward to in the future. And uh, and just very briefly, I'll tell you one thing I'm really looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to the day that Jesus Christ rules this world from Jerusalem, D.C. And in D.C., I mean David's capital. I look forward to that day. But today, I want to talk to you about uh, giving thanks giving thanks. If you have your Bible, I'm reading out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. The Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Romans 8, 28 tells us, and before I quote the verse, this is maybe one of the most quoted, but at the same time, one of, my, one of the most unbelieved verses in the Bible. In Romans eight twenty eight. most of you that's listening know what it says. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to his purpose. That verse is so easy to quote when life is great. You know, no problems. The kids aren't whacked out. Your spouse isn't driving you crazy. Uh... You're not driving the spouse crazy. Uh, everyone is being nice to you. Everything's going good on the job. Everything is great. Your health is good. I mean, uh, uh, all the automobile works. Nothing in the house is broken. But, but can we quote that verse when the kids are whacked out? Uh, when you and the spouse are driving each other crazy, when everyone isn't being nice to you, when uh, on the job you dread your job like a toothache, uh, and when everything isn't great, but it's bad, and your health is not doing good. Can we still quote that verse, Romans eight twenty eight, and still mean it? Uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. God, listen, if you're a follower of Christ, if we submit to Christ, he is working everything after the counsel 
of his own will. Now, this is another one of those verses. It's easy to quote when life is great, but when things are not great, the way we think they should be, can we quote it then? Ladies and gentlemen, we may not realize this, but when John the Baptist was in prison, he was right in the center of God's will. Even when he got down and out and sent word to Jesus and said, are you the one or do we look for another? You know what he's essentially saying? You know, Jesus, if you're the Messiah, shouldn't you come bust me out of here? But Jesus told John's disciples that came to visit with him, he said, you you go tell John what you're saying. Uh, The deaf hear, the blind see, the lame walk, the dead are raised again, and the gospel is preached. You know what Jesus said? He said, John, everything's going as planned. Everything's going as planned. When the apostle Paul was in prison, uh, had been beaten multiple times once he was stoned, that they actually thought he was dead. Do you realize he was right in the center of God's will when all this went down? When uh, John the Beloved was on the uh, Isle of Patmos, which was the Alcatraz Island of its day, he was right in the center of God's will, being a prisoner on Patmos. That's where God gave him the book of Revelation for us. Listen, folks, we can be assured that whatever we are facing today, God has allowed it. Now, I never said he caused it, but he has allowed it. And just the fact that it is happening shows that he allowed it. And why? Because he is trying to help us grow up as Christians. In the book of James chapter 1, James says, Count it all joy when you fall into various temptations or trials. It says, Knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience. Now that word patience there doesn't mean calmness, being a laid-back, cool individual. The word patience means endurance. Uh, uh, I'm not in bad shape, but I'm not in good shape as far as physical fitness is concerned. Uh, I mean, I can walk for miles and miles and miles, but if I took off and tried uh, to run a mile, I would start getting pain in my side. And, and, And most of us know what I'm talking about. That is a sign of you're not in Uh, uh, physical shape Uh, but if I would slowly start uh, uh, you know uh, uh, maybe uh, walking a quarter of a mile running a quarter of a mile walking a quarter of a mile then running a quarter of a mile it would eventually get to where I could run the entire mile Uh, because why I'm working endurance and as Christians when we face trials and, and temptations God is allowing that to happen, not necessarily causing it, but he's allowing it, and he's given us a good spiritual workout. Uh, one th- uh, uh, in Acts chapter five, verses forty through forty-two, and I let my Bible close on me, and there it is. I have it marked. It says, "And when they had called the apostles and beaten them." They commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. And they departed. Listen what these disciples did. Verse 41 of Acts chapter 5. It says, And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing. They were rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame 
for his name. And it says, And daily in the temple and in every house they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Now, I wonder how would most of us have acted. And I'm asking myself this question too. How would I have acted had I took a beating for preaching Jesus, being the Son of God? Uh, Would I suddenly feel called to another city? (laughs) Because these apostles, no matter what city they went to, in the beginning uh, they were run out of town, beaten, thrown in jail. I mean, it was just one trial right after another. In uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, Paul said he reached a point where he despaired life itself. But he said he knew that he had the sentence of death in himself, that he would not trust in himself, but in God that raises the dead. But one thing I've learned, I've been a Christian since 1977, and I've had... uh, spiritual highs in my life and I've had spiritual lows I know what it is to walk in the spirit and I know what it is to be very carnal in my walk but one thing I have learned years ago ago I'm sorry when life hits you in the mouth and ladies and gentlemen I've got a little saying I say to a lot of people God is always good but sometimes life hit you right in the mouth. And I have learned a few things that really help me when life hits me in the mouth, or so I think it hits me in in the mouth. Number one is realize God has allowed this trial. And be thankful. You can, I just read 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Be thankful that God's allowing you to be tried. To build your endurance. I'm not saying you have to enjoy it. You can just be thankful to God, just like those uh, uh, apostles were that took that beating in the temple of God. But I'll tell you something else that has helped me over the years. Uh, Being thankful for what is right in your life, or what you consider to be right. Uh, and, And by that, I mean count your blessings. And you will really see just how blessed you really are. And so will I. I mean, if if you're not home, if you live in a home, you can be thankful you're not homeless. Do you realize the number of homeless people there are in the world? I think in in New York City, and and they're having a horrible time in Venice Beach, California right now uh, with homelessness. Uh, But if, if you have a home, your car, it may not be the car you want, but... You know, uh, Rhonda's car is an 06 VW Beetle. We bought it brand spanking new. Car is uh, 15 years old this year. Still runs good. It still looks new. It still gets compliments. And uh, uh, the way Rhonda talks, she's going to keep it till the wheels fall off of it. My car is a 2011. Well, it's our car. Our uh, other car is a 2011 Chrysler 200 convertible. Uh, so far, it runs great. And uh, just before I did the podcast, Rhonda and I took a, a ride around the lake with the top down, just trying to clear our heads. But if you've got a car, it may not be the car you want. But if it gets you from point A to point B, be thankful. Say, Jesus, thank you for this car. 
And if you need another car, start looking around. Don't, you know, don't buy a car that you can't afford. But say, Lord, help me to find a car I can afford. If you have a job, if you have a job. I, I know during this COVID situation, a lot of people lost their job. And unfortunately, the government is paying a lot of people to just not work. That's not right, by the way. It's running our country into the ground financially. But if you have a job, be thankful that God gave you a job. Uh, my uh, job has gotten so difficult uh, over the past few years. Uh, and just to give you a prime example, uh, 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 for those of you that don't know me, I, I am a United States letter carrier. I deliver mail and I deliver packages. But in the last three to four years. Not only on top of the mail, I've gone from delivering three to 4,000 packages a year to at least thirty to 40,000 packages a year on top of all the mail. Now, I can, and yes, the job is a lot harder now than it used to be, but you know what? Thank you, Jesus. I got a job. I have a good-paying job in a depressed economy right now. You see how easy it is to be thankful? Uh, I had a friend he, he said he had a job one time and said he hated that job and he griped and whined about that job. And he said the next thing he knew, he got laid off and he never had a job for, it was two or three years. And he said the next time he got a job, he was very thankful. Even on them bad days, he was thankful to have a job. But uh, look at this, how silly this is. If you're overweight, you can be thankful for something. There's an overabundance of food in your house. Do, you, do, do we realize the number of people that starve to death every day? I don't mean they go hungry. I mean they starve to death. It's in the thousands every day. People starving to death. And here in America, many of us are overweight. I'm not overweight. I do have a little pooch. Uh, uh, a few years ago, uh, I got down to 180, somewhere between 180 and 185, and I went from like 220 down to 185, and uh, uh, my wife started getting a little bit upset with me. She said, you're losing too much weight. You know, hey, I'm one of these people, uh, I can just lose weight uh, at will, at the moment. Now, that could change, uh, but at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that God's just blessed with the ability to, to lose weight when I need to lose weight. And I don't go on starvation diets. I just tweak my diet a little bit. I still eat junk food. I just don't eat as much junk food. Uh, but uh, some of you are sitting there. Uh, well, what's he bragging about that for? Well, you know what? Uh, I don't claim to be a pretty thing. Some of you all were born with great looks. You can thank God that you're good looking. Just don't get struck on yourself. Uh, but if I would go downstairs, uh, in our, I'm up in my little office right now that Rhonda uh built me while I was gone uh, once. Uh, I was out of state, and when I came home, she had made me a real nice office and study uh, in one of the upstairs rooms in our house. But right now, if I go downstairs to our refrigerator, we've got every type of food that's healthy, uh, unhealthy. Uh, we have an abundance of food. Our pantry is full. Uh, we have clothes. Uh, uh, in my little office, I've got a, uh, 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 a rolling piano uh, hooked to a big amp. And uh, uh, when Rhonda's in the bed, uh, uh, 
I get up real early. And when I say early, I mean five. But if I want to play the piano at five o'clock in the morning, I can't play the downstairs one because it's next to our bedroom. I just come upstairs and get on this rolling piano. I can adjust the volume. Uh, I, I mean, folks, we are so blessed. I have all my faculties. I can see. I can hear. I can taste. I can touch. Uh, I can smell. Uh, I can walk. I can run. Do you see how easy it is to be thankful? So the next time you get all down and out about how bad you got it, just sit down and look around your house and you will find out how blessed you truly are. And with that, I close today's podcast. Lord Jesus, for everyone that will listen today, I I pray that uh, today's lesson was a blessing. And Lord, just help us all to re-examine our lives and realize that just how truly it is to be thankful if we make a conscientious choice to be thankful. And with your help, Lord, we're all going to start being more thankful. And with that, I hope and pray that the podcast was a blessing. Have a wonderful day.